0: hello everybody and of course welcome back to the episode of x talking ish with your boy x and ish you already know what to do, like, and share this broadcast. If you are on our Facebook, if you are on our Facebook page, go ahead, and hit that like button as well. If you are on YouTube, please make sure you hit that red subscribe button. Hit the notification bell as well for shows like this one that you would be notified for in the future. Ding. Thank you for that, Ishan, as well. Check us out on Twitter through Periscope at Xtalkingish and as well at X. Underscore Williams 81. away had and retweeted it on my personal page. So there is no excuse for you not to check out tonight's episode. X-Talking is because it is a very, very special one. I am so happy that we have this next guest on for tonight because this man here is a real, real Texan fan. This man bleeds that steel blue, that Liberty white and that, and that fiery red that the Houston Texans have. And I don't know about, my boy ish here but i can feel the energy here in the city of houston with the higher i already you know, i already told you how now. i felt about it we'll get to we'll get into that very very shortly but before we get into that i want to introduce my guy here mr william aka sasha burst depending on how you know him who you know him from <laughs> but he is here Uh, Tonight, joining us, William. Please uh,
1: introduce yourself to the people. Hey, hey, it's your boy William, number one Texas fan that you know of. troll sometimes. Just happy to be here. Talk about the Texans. Let's go. Let's lock in, fellas. We appreciate you for tuning or joining us for
0: tonight. We appreciate everybody else for tuning in Uh, as well. Another Texan fan that is on the show um, that that joins us through, I should say, uh, through YouTube that joins us every week. Is Fracture Wanda. He says, let's get it. This is My not boy. the Super Bowl, but the Texas Bowl. He also says, Josue, Josue. In the mix, in the mix. Oh, yes, sir. And, and of course, Fracture One is talking about, obviously, the Super Bowl matchup, which we'll be talking about shortly. But before we talk about the conference championship games and, of course, the upcoming Super Bowl matchup, which we'll have plenty of weeks to talk about because of how they're going to build this up. We have plenty of time to talk about that. Let's go ahead and jump right into the biggest news, and I will say just this region of the United States here in Houston yeah. when it comes to Houston Texans hiring D'Amico Ryans-ish. Um, we we have a residential Texan fan here. I want to hear from him. I, we, we're going to, of course, ask him questions on how he feels about it, how's the Texan nation feels about it, and and what this can potentially be for the Texans, looking back on this in five years of this hire for D'Amico Ryan. So, William, first thing first, how do you feel about this hire of D'Amico
1: Ryan? Man, I feel like it was a home run hire. Like, I mean, this he was the best candidate on the market, and we got him. So you can't really say anything about that. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I know you saw Stephen A, Justina Anderson talking about we're dysfunctional, we're racist. But to be able to lock, lock down D'Amico Ryan's, when he was pursued by other teams, I mean, it's very, it's big, it's major. And for us, this marks our return to the NFL because before like 2020, we've been operating like a G league franchise, weren't really a team, really didn't want to watch in and out, you know, but we're here, we're back. Hopefully, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that he's going to win a Super Bowl or anything like that, but he's going to make us competitive again at the very least. So we're very appreciative of it. I mean, the city's hype. He was a big player for us. I mean, cap, they called him cap when he was here. So we're very excited. We're ready to go we're ready for, for the draft ready for 2023. Let's go. Let's lock in.
0: Now for the people that do tune in the X talking is, especially all year long, I know a lot of people might not believe it because I am a Titans fan, but this is something that I know that I've been advocating for months now. Ish has jumped on the bandwagon as well too. When it comes to getting D'Amico Ryan's here to yeah. Houston, it is a perfect match for both um, for for both parties involved. It, it is it is something that it, that both parties involved in this can't look back in four or five years and say we didn't do the right thing at that right time exactly. or at that time. They both did the right things. Now, what comes out of it, we'll see, of course, in four years. yeah. If it's great or if it's good, great. If it's great, amazing. If it's bad, then continue to rebuild and move on. I mean, yeah. that's really what you can do at this point. But at least what you can do is start the foundation. Yeah, exactly. And that's what <laughs> Cal McNair did. Mm-hmm. That's what you do with hiring a guy like this. <laughs> I, I yeah. know Ish is making a let's face, not, so I want to throw it to it
1: him. Cal, let's not get we're not gonna give too much credit. Cal. Okay,
0: that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I, I mean, you call, know, Hannah
1: really. Hannah Hannah McNair really stepped up. She she stepped into the mix to help Cal make these decisions, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, a lot of people aren't gonna see that unless you're a Texans fan, but Hannah McNair really she had her back on that one. Fracture Wonder says this is the best
0: feeling of being a Texan fan since we traded up to take Deshaun Watson. And also, he says, to be honest, I thought because of the lawsuit that this day wouldn't come. So, I mean, look, the Texans aren't the only organization in the NFL to do something stupid, wrong, you know, any of that stuff. Right. So, yeah, it's it's let's let's not act like the Texans are needing to be thrown away in the NFL pits and never to try to become relevant again. Um, I, I've stated before and I was always state that it was a point in time that the, the Patriots were called the Pansies, right? It was a point yeah. in time that the, the Patriots were unbearable to watch football-wise. It was a point in time that the Buccaneers lost all of their games in the season. There was a point in time that the um that the LA Rams again was a laughing stock. There was a point in time that a lot of these that some of these teams in the NFL weren't what they are. The Chiefs, they they were on a 50-year drought before they won a second Super Bowl. So yeah. It is possible for you as an organization to rebound, rebuild, and recover, but it's about putting the right people in yeah, place from there top all the way to the bottom, from, of course, owner, head coach, and quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I know Mr. Sasha loves him some William, or some Will uh, Levis from Kentucky. <laughs> now, my question to you is. Mm-hmm. And oh, hell no! I can't wait to have. Ish hey, let me let me well state my case. Oh, my case.
1: I, I, I do my research. I say do what research.
0: you say what you need to say. But do you feel as though if if you were in the war room with D'Amico, Cal, whoever the OC is going to be, do you go and get a quarterback to be the face of this organization moving forward, or? Do you try and get that short thing as a defensive weapon to try to continue to add on to the defense with a defensive minded coach and then maybe find a quarterback in a third, fourth, or even fifth round that can come in there and just manage the game and give you an opportunity to win games? Because you, you're in a, you're in a division that's not that good. Right. And if you can, surround a low budget quarterback with talent. You don't have to worry about giving all the money to the quarterback. You can utilize it on the defensive side and add some weapons and you can maybe be competitive within that division, obviously. And then also within the conference and maybe build that way. So
1: what are your thoughts on what you would do if you was in the war room? Well, two things. I mean, D'Amico comes from the 49ers right now and they're playing musical chairs with their quarterback. So you really want to go get your guy regardless. I know he's a defensive guy, but you're going to get your guy at number two the quarterback. And I mean, we another thing is we're doing the late round thing with Davis Mills right now. And that's not really working out. So I think you go get your quarterback, whether that be Bryce Young, CJ Stroud or Will Levis, like I, I really like. But you got to get your guy at two. Now, if you have a plan in place to let's say you take a Will Anderson then you package maybe that Browns pick at 12 with the Browns pick in 2024, move back up, get one of those guys too. Then you get, you kill two birds with one stone. But I think you have to get your quarterback. You have to. Ish, yes, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, no, nah, bro. No, no, no. Um, I agree. You, you Well, to an extent, I agree. You get your yeah. quarterback if you feel like the, one of these guys yeah, of course, if is, you like is the guy, right? Yeah. Don't take one to to just don't take one just to take one. Right. Like you really got to feel like this guy is the guy that you're going to have around for the next couple of years. Right. Like there's a reason why this man is on a six year contract, Mm -hmm. allegedly six year rumored to be six year. But I mean, it's it's very likely when all said and done, it's going to be a six year contract. There's a reason why he's on a six year contract. They're planning on building. Um, They're planning on having him around for a while. I think if you think Mm -hmm. one of these guys is the guy you're going to keep around Yeah, you get one at two. I don't like the idea of getting a Will Anderson at two and then trying to trade back up. Because to me, the value that the Texans have right now with all their cap and all their picks Mm -hmm. is that like you are a team that's rebuilding. You need that sort of capital. I would not trade up. I would stay at 12. I would get my quarterback at two. Then at 12, I would get, you know, whatever you need. There are so many things that you need. So many things. Um, that I would do that. I would even be interested in if you like all three of these guys and you're not sold on one being above the others. I would even be interested in possibly moving down at two.
1: I Maybe move that, a couple
2: yeah. spots down and mm-hmm. pick up more draft capital. And then, you know, whoever falls to you later in the top 10, maybe you pick that guy up. Yeah, I'm interested in that as well. Like, I think that there are so many ways the Texans can go, and for me, I don't necessarily think that it's a loss, um, whichever way they go, other than if they pick up Will Levis. (laughs)
1: Hey, come on, come on, come on. There's some things to like about Will Levis, but at the same time. We have cap space opening up that we didn't have the previous two years. We have about, I want to say, $37 million opening up in, in cap. So one name I was looking at would be Deron Payne. I would throw money at him, get him. Then you can maybe pass on a Jalen Carter or somebody like that. You know, get your guy. Be for sure, get your guy because you have a defensive free agent coming in. And there's a, a couple other names, too, that are. Yeah, this week, so. I
0: don't know if you see the the question there. Uh, um, Jose uh, Freshwater says, "What what do you think about slow? Who's it. slow? Yeah, Sloan. It Bobby Sloan. 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 Okay. Um, He is the pass coordinator for San Fran at the moment. Another
1: Kyle prospect. Yeah. Well, I Potential mean those see. Yeah, they seem to look good. I mean, he's a he was a passing game coordinator. I mean, a, a Kyle Shanahan system. You you want that? But then there's the other name that they're uh, interviewing um, Troy, I think from the Bengals, the wide receiver coach. Yeah, the wide receiver coach from the Bengals yeah. mm-hmm. seems like a pretty good name too. So and whoever, then,
2: mm-hmm. and then earlier um, they interviewed him for a head coach, but his name has been floating around a lot. Thomas Brown from the Rams. Yeah, Thomas Brown. That that guy, um, he's another one to look out for. I think it's between those three guys as yeah. potential offense coordinators, but more than likely, it looks like it's gonna be slower yeah, most
0: likely. Fracture 1 also says, I say we go QB, then go Brian Brees at 12, in my opinion. Lee also says, I like the thought of getting that superstar potential defensive player at two. Then, uh, then been hearing a lot of chatter about Anthony Richardson being the boom play and perfect fit at 12. This will be super interesting how they operate. Now, look, I. I do feel that way about Anthony Richardson because I lost money on him this year. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm Not gonna talk about that. But I'm just I'm just saying that I don't know how good Anthony Anthony Richardson is exactly. going to be in the league. Now he has that like he has that skill. Like he can really be boom potential. But he did not play well at all at Florida after two games. After about maybe three games, those first two or three games, they were like, "Wow, this guy could be a first round draft pick." After that, I was like, "He's just another guy." Yep. So. He looks good, but he also could be playing the XFL, DR King as well. So let's <laughs> relax and not yeah, and not exactly. try to turn him into this into this season Malik Willis oh, because yeah. that's what he could really be. Dang, really! If he falls so to, to the take wrong shots at your quarterback in the future, if, if he falls to the wrong team where they don't develop develop quarterbacks, he's gonna be the exact same quarterback he was in college and and just going off of athleticism, and that's not gonna work in the NFL. So I don't know what. I don't know where Anthony Richardson is going to fall, but it's not going to be 12. I'll tell you that. Practice one also says I would rather take a chance on Hooker from Tennessee right, y'all, instead of that boy okay.
2: Y'all going crazy with the, yeah? With I, I these agree. Ideas I, of, I, I was
0: making sure I wasn't tripping on that one because I wouldn't touch Hooker with a ten foot. Y'all, y'all ball. getting all crazy of
2: Richardson and Hooker. Like if I'm not no. taking one of the top no. three guys, no. I'm not taking quarterback. And if we're being class. honest this year, I'm go get. Uh, I'm, make, I'm waiting make for make next season to
0: get a, a get a real yeah. quarterback. Anyways, I'm waiting That's for
2: next what season, not this season. Well, and that's the thing, right? So, like, if and that's why I said, if you're not in love with any of these guys and you don't think that they are the guy, then for me, I'm just I'm sorry, I'm just not gonna go and chase one of these other prospects mid round, late round. I'd rather go and get a Baker Mayfield, try to get a Sam Darnold, a Jimmy G, um, a Teddy Bridgewater, like one of these guys where. You're gonna be okay. I don't expect you to blow the doors off of anybody, exactly. but yeah. you're gonna come in. You're gonna do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And we'll be, we'll just call it a day, and everybody knows exactly. we're planning on drafting a quarterback next year, right? Like I rather that than for us to go into the third round and go get Hendon Hooker and try to <laughs> make him yeah. into something that pretty much he's nobody never, thinks he's, he's never going be.
0: to be, and he's never going to be one that says x brady signs with the niners and then trey Lance gets traded to the titans i i actually i saw that scenario on social media earlier today i don't think it's going to happen but i did bring that up over the last month of, mm-hmm. about that situation of yeah, Trey go ahead trading one to, to, to the titans. i don't I, I don't think it's going to happen but because of uh the gm we just hired with the connection for the 49ers i brought yeah. it up yeah i don't right know that if that's going to happen but it's po- <laughs> it's po- it's a possibility he yeah. also says, No, I'm not saying take Hooker. I was saying I would rather oh, yeah, yeah, him yeah. if they don't take a QB at two. Okay. Yeah. No I, I, I see you. that. All right. Bad. Let's go ahead and move on because we have other stuff to talk about besides the Houston Texans. But we, I promise you, we will be talking about the Texans more in a positive way here on the show moving forward instead of in a, uh, yeah, it's about time. just, it's just about a garbage. Time. I mean, if you continue to be garbage, we're going to talk about it. Like I, a garbage. I was about to say, for, a, trash, probationary, trash,
2: for a probationary period. I have decided that I'll pick them up as maybe my second team. Yes, he did say this as well. After the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm for a probationary period. Because Cal McNair is still the owner. And so they're likely to still do some real dumb stuff. I'm waiting to see free agency and everything. Yeah. I'm just yeah. waiting to see all the te- all the Texan
0: fans that went under hiding under a rock to come out and start talking yeah, shit to um, me again. That's what I'm yeah. waiting on. <laughs> so. Anyways, all right, let's go ahead and, and uh, move on to the second biggest hiring for today, which in the other day it probably would be the biggest hiring because it yeah. seems though we've been waiting for Sean Payton to get hired over the last, what, year or so when he talked mm-hmm. about entering back into coaching? And, yeah, yeah. It seems as though that the Broncos (laughs) might have uh, picked up um, the sloppy seconds of what fell apart of this domino effect of the Texans hiring D'Amico Ryan's. It seems as though that the Denver Broncos went ahead and hired their second choice in Sean Payton. I mean, if at the end of the day, when you look at it, it don't seem like too bad of a second choice to have. Um, But, does it also show how highly D'Amico Ryan's is looked at? Maybe amongst the league to have multiple teams still fighting over him before he signs that ink to paper to make sure that we can still throw one more last pitch It's kind of it. Kind of remind I don't know about you guys, but it kind of reminded me of college recruiting, a high schooler trying to. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. you know, maybe go to Alabama or go to Georgia, and they try to hit you with that literally that like, right before the right before uh signing day. Hey, what about this? You know what? Yeah. Maybe I need to go ahead and switch over to Georgia. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what, it's, that's what it felt like to me, and to see this go on for a prospect like D'Amico Ryan's, it was very interesting. So the fallout to the dominoes was, of course, the Denver Broncos hiring Sean Payton. With that being said, Ish, I want to throw this to you first. What all comes about with this Sean Payton hiring if everything um, is, of course, comes to fruition because none of these hires are official just yet. But if they do hire Sean Payton, is is there no excuse for Russell and how shitty he looked this past season? Do we expect the Broncos to have a winning record? Um, do we expect Sean Payton to have his just brilliance of a coach come back? within a season. Like, what are we expecting from these Broncos, Ish? Throw it on me.
2: I mean, if we're being honest, uh, the reason why I think the Broncos were trying so hard to go after D'Amico Ryan instead of signing Sean Payton is exactly what has been reported and what they're giving up to get Sean Payton. They're giving up a first round and then next year's second round, which when you think about the Denver Broncos this year, looking at that team, do we think that the, that all of it was coaching? Do we think that they really are just a coach away from being a contender in the AFC? I mean, it's a stretch. I could say possibly they have the pieces they maybe have the pieces. They got some pieces, but at the same time, I mean honestly speaking, unless we're getting the Russell Wilson from a long time ago, you're not expecting them to come back and be competing with the Chargers for even second place in the AFC West. We don't, we don't know how the Chargers competing are. With we, we, the, we, the Chargers ain't nobody. That, that <laughs> The Chargers are the West Coast versions of the Bills. But that's the problem, right? And here you go with Denver going all in yet again in the second offseason in a row because really that's what they're doing right now. They are going all in on Sean Payton and they are telling everyone we think that we are a coach away from competing in the AFC. That's what this move says to me. So for the for Broncos fans, Broncos organization, you're not just hoping for a winning record. You're hoping to compete for the AFC West and be one of the top contenders for the AFC. Anything short of that, this is going to be... I look back as a terrible move. I'm yep. just. I'm sorry to say, it's not something that D'Amico Ryan, You could say we're building for the future. Sean Payton hire. You're looking to compete now. now. Next year they have yeah. to be competing for the AFC. Sasha, what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, they like we were saying before. They do have some pieces, but you have to win now with Sean Payton. And I mean, that's a tough division too. I mean, you got you got Mahomes whatever the Chargers are trying to do, whatever the Raiders do at quarterback, they I mean, it's a tough division, so we'll see. I mean, the Broncos, what they had, Javante Williams out, a couple pieces out. They could still – they can be right back. I mean, they gave up Bradley Chubb, but they'll be right back. I think they'll be back. You have, a shut
0: down, you have a shutdown corner in Sertan. Yeah. Mean, literally, literally
1: a shutdown corner,
0: right? I yep. mean, you have offensive of pieces, Jared Judy and, and yep. Sutton Sudden Sudden. on yep. the offensive side. Again, we, we – a lot of us wanted to blame, of course, Hackett first, right? And then we looked, we saw how bad Russell Wilson was. We're like, oh, let's blame Russell Wilson. And then it was just like everybody's kind of bad. Let's just blame the whole team. And then, of yeah. course, Hackett got fired, and nothing got better, right? Russell was kind of done for the season, and then it just the Broncos just finished the season, so they get a mulligan just because of the way that everything started and the way that Nathaniel Hackett pretty much got thrown under the bus since the beginning. Yep. From week one until week eighteen of next season, that Broncos team will be under a microscope because of the Sean Payton hiring, yep. and from 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 who he hires as a DC, from who he hires as a, as an OC, we're gonna see real quick if this, like it said, is is are they a coach away? I I I want to say maybe yes maybe because yes. we don't know which Russell Wilson we're gonna get just yet because. I don't believe that. I don't believe of last year, Russell Wilson. Like every, we can make all the jokes on social media yeah. all we want to, but that's still a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Now he don't play like he did as a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but he can still sling that thing. Let's put him in the right. Let's put him in a better exactly. offensive system. Yeah. Let's 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 get him into. Uh, let's make sure that he can get the ball into the weapons that he has around him, and let's then judge him appropriately. But I will also say, too, though, Russell did look a little old
2: last season. Yeah, he's looking like a back-in-my-day kind of guy. (laughs) You are
0: correct. You (laughs) are correct. So he's not going to get any better moving forward, no matter Mm -hmm. what TB12 method you take. So it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Let's get to the comment section right quick. Fresh that says the Texans are that nerdy dude in high school who pulls the baddie, as he talked about D'Amico Ryans before prom. Um, Also, Lee was talking about, Coaching choice, he said, third choice pursuing, yeah, they really ball didn't like heavy ben. as well. Uh, I honestly didn't think that would come to fruition, yeah, but that just might they flirted, be my they one. flirted. That's about, I it. mean, that's what you got to do when it comes yeah. to seeing who might, who might take the bait. Fresh one also says Broncos all season looked unprepared every week to play. I truly believe Sean will have them looking much better by week eight. I, I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, it just looked like they were a middle school, high school football team. I mean, just too much talent. The people that came to play were the professionals on that football team, the, the yep. football, the professional football players. They got themselves ready, like I said, with Sertan and a couple other guys, Bradley Chubb, wanted to get out before the ship started sinking. I, we saw Von Miller obviously went to Buffalo. You know, some of them guys wanted to get up out of there. They didn't want to be part of a rebuild. Yep. But this is a great – For for both of these organizations, the Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos, for them to, I think, hit a home run for both of these hires, shout out to them. Now, we really are going to judge both of these organizations over the next four years and see how this all plays out because in reality – both of these teams and both of these coaches will be connected with one another moving forward because yep. imagine if Demico Ryans went to the, to the, to the uh, Broncos and were a, and, and is mm-hmm. able to build this defense up and do the things that they wanted to do on the defensive side. And Sean Payton came to the Texans instead and did his offensive thing here in Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we'll talk about, like I said, four years from now, when we look back on this hire and of course a shout out to coach Wolf. And he said, coach Wolf and, would have done a better job as, as coach. a coach. That is a lie. Yeah, I'm going to say the and same I thing. A, I don't know my name. A good
1: coach raises the floor of your team. So he was saying week eight, no, they need to look better right out of the gate. Mm. They need to show that they're better mm. starting off because they're going to have this whole offseason with him. And he's a veteran coach, so they better show us something instantly. You heard it here, X talking-ish. My
0: boy William, he, he said show about week one. He, he ain't going to have it, okay? He ain't not, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap up the NFC Championship game and recap that right quick. And um I was definitely wrong on a pregame show. Besides just the picks, because I got mine wrong again this week, it seems as though Ish and I be flip-flopping. Ish, Ish got all the wild-card picks right. <laughs> I got all the divisional games right now. Ish get all the conference championship games. So that means I'm going to get the Super Bowl right. That's what it seems as though, right? So – With that being said, with this game, I was hoping that this one was going to be a lot more competitive, and I was thinking that this was going to be the better game of the two. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, This game was definitely not it, and it was not it from the beginning. I mean, you could not have started a game as bad as the 49ers, at least in a conference championship game. Um when you when you talk about the wheels fell off, I mean Jesus, the wheels fell off That's for stupid. the 49ers, and nobody feels sorry for them, right? Like nobody like, nobody in the NFL is gonna sit around and say, Oh, the poor. I 49ers. feel sorry for
2: Jamiko Ryan's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about that in a second, but a lot of people might might not feel any type of way about the 49ers, but um it, it, it just goes to show you how deep their team is too. Right. For them to still get the NFC no. conference championship game with their third string quarterback starting and then having to replace him with a fourth string quarterback who's been literally all around the NFL. I mean, you have to look at that team like, damn, like this is really a good team. Now, they still have very, very now. Na- I mean, even more now with Brock Purdy getting hurt, even bigger questions at the quarterback position, because a lot of people locked in Brock Purdy as the starter for the, for the uh, 49ers week one next season. And that could be in jeopardy with his injury yeah. taking about maybe six months to heal. So it'd be interesting to see what happens in training camp because now it seems as though that maybe Trey Lance might have an opportunity to still compete for, you know, the QB one position. So with that being said, let's, let's recap this game first. We'll talk about all the outcomes of everything that happened within this game. Sasha, I'll start off with you. Um, are the Eagles as real as they as they proved it to be in this NFC Conference Championship game?
1: I would say so. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to throw as much. The game was, like you said, it was done before it even started. I think the Eagles are for real. That The defensive front line is tough. They really didn't have to do too much offensively. They just really ran the clock out. So I think, I mean, they got your boy A.J. Brown, too. So I really think that they're for real. I think they're for real.
0: And as you can see uh, Sasha loves bringing up the past for me. Uh, a lot of people think that I'm I'm mad or I'm sad about this. If if I'm being honest with you, I'm I'm like you when it comes to you got to let go of the good players to to be released from our shitty organization because they will not prosper Damn. in our in our in our offense that is shitty. I love our organization. not me. I'm talking about my bad. I was talking about you as a Houston Houston Texan fan. Shitty organization. Not, not me. I'm talking my bad. I'm talking about our offense. Our offense is yeah. not great enough to have a great player like A.J. Brown in that system anyways. He he deserves to fly high with the Eagles. Yeah. He deserves <laughs> all of his roses that he's getting right yeah. now, and I hope that he goes out there and win a Super Bowl. And when people try to throw that back on me, it's really not any hate on my part. I I, I enjoy A.J. Brown. He easily could have been the best wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. But it also goes to show you that's the reason why the general manager for the Tennessee Titans got fired as well because look yep. at where the Philadelphia Eagles are at this moment because I think that A.J. Brown was that number one that they needed mm-hmm. to help solidify that wide receiver core. And also, like I've stated with Ish from week one, also within the whole season with the Philadelphia Eagles going all in yeah. from all moves, in season moves, in season moves, I mean, it's really remarkable, just like I talked about the 49ers, the team that the Philadelphia Eagles have been able to create this past season, and it looks as though that it could be a Super Bowl winning team. Let's get to the comment section right quick. Lee says, I watched a clip today with all of Hassan Reddick's sacks and quarterback hits, all six. He was being blocked one-on-one with a backup tight end four times with a, wide, a, a bigger wide receiver twice uh the fuck kind of scheme is that yeah i mean that's that's really what it came down to right i mean that game and also we'll get to the afc conference championship game too as well a guy named chris jones getting matched up one-on-one that kind of maybe seems as though that determined the game itself too but yeah. you gotta show also a lot of credit to the defensive uh, coordinator for the eagles and scheming up that defense to make sure that you get one-on-one because it also, you know, it's on both. It's on the office coordinator for the Niners not adjusting, and it's also for the defense coordinator as well for putting his, his players in the right position to be successful. So it's both parties when it comes to what we saw with Hassan Reddick. Now, a lot of people, especially in Philadelphia, feel that he might have gotten slighted for not being a part of the defensive player of the year conversation, but I promise you any defensive player will take a Super Bowl over any defensive player of the year, oh, any yeah. day of the week. I could be wrong, but you can ask JJ why. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm just I'm just saying. Christine also says maybe don't put a backup tight end as the only protection for your quarterback against Hassan. Redick. I mean you there have you Kittle, go. one
1: of the best blocking tight ends in the game.
0: <laughs> Again, most towards the OC-ish. I want to hear what you have to say. I know you you know felt type of way about what was going on in that one-on-one matchup with
2: Reddick. I mean First and foremost. E-A-G-L-E-S, oh, go. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! man, I mean, let me just say You're i black it, Rocky. I called <laughs> yeah man. I called it from the from the very beginning of the season. He ain't gonna never let me down. It, he ain't gonna never let me forget this, uh, Sasha. I said it, you know. Um everybody thank you, Christine. Everybody laughed at me when I picked the Eagles, everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody was like, What the Eagles gonna win the Super Bowl? Here you go. All they have done all season (laughs) is made me look right. They have made me look right because they have been that Mm -hmm. team all season long. Are they for real? Damn right, they're for real. We wanted to see whether or not Jalen Hurts was uh healthy. Hey, that man is ready to go, right? Let me just say this that Eagles offense they have something that. I have not seen a lot of teams have this season, and that has been the difference when they play teams. They have that killer instinct. They are out there to finish, boys. Mm -hmm. They are not here playing around. They are there to finish you. And that defense has made plays all season long. And one of the things we talked about before this game, we talked about, hey, That defense, how are they going to adjust to Kyle Shanahan moving people around, moving all these guys around? Well, let me just say this. My bad, Eagles. (laughs) I should have said, how is Kyle Shanahan going to adjust to the Philadelphia Eagles moving all the pieces around on that front seven? Because that is what happened. They were moving these boys around. Hassan Reddick was moving around, and when they would find where he was, Well, it's too late. You already got them one on one and the adjustment can't be made in the middle of the play. It's got to be something that you game plan for ahead of time. And they didn't have the right game plan ready to go. And the Eagles made them pay early and it was over Over. early.
0: Yeah, early and often and um, a storybook type of ending for Brock Purdy that, that the NFL, I guess, was trying to write for him.
1: (laughs) The script definitely uh, (laughs) did
0: not come to fruition. Uh -uh. Um, You know, when the, the shiny new toy comes into play in any sport, football, basketball, Uh -uh. baseball, whatever it is, you know, you have the media, darling, you have the, 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 the story, right. I remember in basketball with insanity you know, a good basketball <laughs> player, but let's be real, he was never going to be a Hall of Famer. Never. But oh a God. guy like Brock Purdy, we don't know if, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, he's going to be the next Brady, right? Because the way he started his career. Like, let's let these guys play out. I see yeah. he said the exact same thing <laughs> last week, and I don't want to repeat myself, but we are so quick to judge and crown people after making less than a season worth of starts. Well, in, I don't know sport, what is wrong like with our, football, what, what is wrong our social media, our, our media. I'm not just me. I'm sorry. I don't know what, what is wrong with our world nowadays. I understand social media and this microwave society has us trying to debate and try to make, you know, this and that a thing. But can we at least play one full football season before we out here talking about this guy is better than such and such? And for Brock Purdy,
2: he's he going to have to. Huh? Now he has to come back from this UCL. That's literally what I I'm mean, talking yeah.
0: That's literally what I was about to say. Now you're coming back from not just having a great season, but now you got to mentally physically get right, right, and I'll mentally get back right because this type of injury is not really common in football players, more common in baseball players. Yeah, Tommy John. But it's gonna be if he can't throw the way that he used to be able to throw, which he should be able to you know after the surgery he should be fine yeah. but
2: it'll be interesting to see what happens with what the 49ers the doing training camp that. is gonna be interesting with san francisco i mean talk about the quarterback bo- uh, battle of what the the half one one has one leg <laughs> one has one arm yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's it's it, it went from it went from things
0: things are looking real good over here in san fran to things looking i mean good, I real guess you're real hoping grim
2: uh, Rodgers or Brady, if you're a San Fran fan, you hoping you get one of them because there's no guarantee Lance comes back and looks. I mean, Derek he didn't Carr look as good as Purdy did. Derek Carr, oh, man, shut that Derek Carr nonsense up. Derek Carr <laughs> need to go be. be I mean, more.
0: he might be trash all of y'all, but again, all you need to do is have
2: him get the ball to your you playmakers. Let them do it. Let
0: them eat. Like it ain't that hard. Yeah, Derek Carr
2: do that. Go be a backup somewhere. Man,
0: you so disrespectful, bro? Pro Bowl man, first of all, we are not gonna bring up no pro bowl accolades. I just had to I just had to go Tyler back and talk with me. a guy with a guy that's gonna tell me all pros is equal is equal to pro bowls. I'm done talking football with people, I'm gonna smack people side of the head. Okay, so let's let's not do that right now. They're giving out, out them pro bowls shout out to the man, guys, JJ, JJ out the pro in, bowls. He says once the NFL gets <laughs> tape on you, it's difficult to maintain the same dominance, and that is a million percent correct yep. as well, too. I talk about that all the time, and it's just my witness when it comes to – it's easy to run things for six to eight games, but once teams get taped on you, everybody out here get paid for a reason. Everybody out here going to do they gonna do their homework on they you. They're going to make the adjustments. So once they make the adjustments, can you make the adjustments? And that's one thing that makes a quarterback like we're going to segue into right now, Mr. Patty Mahomes, makes him so special being able to <sighs> – do what he was able to do on Sunday and look we can we can doubt the, the, the Billy Goats and we can talk about he you know he's not going to be able to get past the bingos and this that and the third because I was the one that said it I, I have no problems owning up to it. Yeah own it I have no problems own it he he is good he is great he is whatever whatever is advertised that you want Patrick Mahomes to be and he played a, another Michael jordan s type of game in a big game to lead his team back to a Super Bowl. But here's the kicker. You want to be Michael Jordan or you want to be LeBron James? And what I mean by that is, look, LeBron James got to the title plenty of times, just never came away with it. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with getting it, but getting to the Super Bowl, last time I checked, we look at Tom Brady a little bit different than Jim Kelly. So with that being said... Not comparing the two. I'm just saying you got to get there and win. Now, Patty gets back, which I'm sorry, with Patty being back in the Super Bowl, and he's not able to win one again. And mainly, let's be real. If we're looking at this game, even though the game is a pick at the moment, which we'll get into very shortly, will people give Patrick Mahomes a mulligan for not winning this upcoming Super Bowl due to the team that he's facing? I don't think so. Start off, started off, Sasha. let us know. Come on.
1: No, I think um, he needs to win. Oh, well, he doesn't need to win this one, but if he loses, it's not going to look good for his legacy. To be honest with you, I mean, yeah, he's on one leg. Well, he'll he'll be better, but I don't know. He looked good.
0: He looked good in the AFC Championship game. He did look good. I think he, he did be look fine good. In two
1: weeks. I think he'd be out. Yeah. Right. I actually, I'm I'm picking them. To be honest with you, I'm think I think the Chiefs going to win, and he 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 has to have this one. He has to have this one. Like, he, if he loses, like, I'm not going to, like, no, he can't lose. You know, so I, at the same time, I mean, you have Eagles defense, and they're going to plan accordingly. Uh, Jonathan Gannon over there, so we'll see. Uh, we got to see what weapons come back. I mean, he's going to have Travis Kelsey, but at the same time, is Juju coming back? Is Kadarius Tony coming back? We'll see. I'll, I'll hold on to Ish's statement for for right now until we actually get
0: to the game. Let's 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 wrap let's wrap up this game first, right quick, with the Bengals and the Chiefs. What I want to throw to Ish right quick is, Ish, do you feel as though that the Chiefs were disrespected with all the Burrow head talk and all the talk that the the next shiny new toy, like I just talked about in the previous segment, Joe Burrow, is. Is the next guy is is the guy not Patrick Mahomes? Do you feel like you know they heard all the noise they heard all the chatter they wanted to be you know professional respectful throughout the week, but um, do you feel as though this one was was one of those we we heard y'all we we took we took advantage of the opportunity and we're back where we're supposed
2: to be ish. Bro, yeah. yeah, they heard it, okay? We all heard it. We heard it. We heard what y'all were saying. We heard all that talk about Burrowhead. We heard about the three in a row. We heard about how they, the new kids on the block. And we heard the same disrespect. Y'all still out, out here spitting all day. This nonsense y'all are talking about. Uh, Patrick Mahomes must win this Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes this that and the third. Mm-hmm. We already made the statement, all right? We didn't told y'all five in a row. Who who's done that before? Tom five Brady. in a row.
0: I'm ready to seven <laughs> but continue.
2: Oh, but, but that's oh, why oh, he's oh, the kid. oh, 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 continue. That's what I say. Like, he ain't to go. He's a Billy, the he's a Billy, kid. he's, he's Go in waiting. Okay. He just give him some time. No, nope. win, win, win a couple more. Win a couple more. Tom Brady wasn't doing five in a row at the beginning of his career. He's just at the beginning. Like, come on. He, was, he, he come got come to the bowl and now. won that hole. Like, this man. He didn't have to get there
0: five times in a row. But continue.
1: Mahomes still the best quarterback, I think. Yeah, he is. He on. is. And
0: guess what? Come if you best, man. go out there and go this show everybody your best on, on Sunday. This slander,
2: this slander is getting too much, man. This man finished the game. He's out here with – he only had, what, like three wide receivers. Everybody else got hurt. They were like Y'all, y'all have had 35 had wide day. receivers
0: in the stable. Y'all pick up. Oh, y'all pick up. I, 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 I was waiting board. for Terrell Owens to come out of nowhere. All the wide receivers y'all have? Come on, now I want to hear that. Nah, bruh.
2: Nah, bruh. It was sky. The system is tailor-made to that be a wide it. receiver it in that guys. system. They only had three guys out there that were healthy to, to play wide receiver, to finish the game, and they still found a way to win the game. He still made it happen. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going saying, to even like, get into on, the we questionable play this, call like, amongst
0: the referees. If I am win. not going to go there because there are plenty of games to be played. There are plenty of opportunities the Bengals had, was able to make yeah. to try to win that game. So mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go there. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I feel as though the Bengals missed out on a very, very big opportunity. I feel as though that they had that game in hand. Like they not in they hand, had, but they, it they, they had was the opportunity to lose. To, it was to lose. Thank you and. And with the emotion that poured out, and we're not going to look at the Osai play as that one play that determined the game because I don't think that it did. It helped, of course, obviously move the ball up to kick the field goal to win the game. Yeah, but that that one play, it, if you were you three hundred some pounds, you were at full speed, and you expect that guy to stop at, at, on a, on a dime, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I, I of course, felt bad for him, and we saw the emotion on his in his within his team pour out. And that's raw emotion. That's real. That's something that Ish and I have seen her since high school. Yeah. After an, um, an emotional game, this is an emotional game because you know the stakes are involved. You don't know if you're coming back. You don't know. So it's it's interesting how this is all going to play out because we look we've we've been looking at the Bengals as flukes, right? We've been looking at oh, last year that was a fluke. That was that was not going to happen again. This year they got back to the conference championship game. But they still have question marks with them, but also too the, the Bengals still have opportunities to continue to get better. They still have an opportunity to get that offensive line right, yeah. to get Joe Burrow better. They still have their window that's still intact to make another run at it. So I don't think both of these teams are, of course, moving forward, not we're not the Chiefs, of course, they're not going anywhere. But the Bengals, you know, maybe the Bengals are what the what the Bills, what we thought the Bills were going to be. Yeah. Right. You know, so it'd be interesting to see what happens, how all this plays out. Um, yeah, you know, I know. Again, I, I know I'm ragging on Patty, but on, <laughs> on, on at the end of the day, you gotta pay respect where respect is due. One, two, he three, is that Cabo. Bad man. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: I'm happy you brought that up because first of all, that's Cancun on three. Oh, okay, Cancun. Cool my bad. I'm Ken happy cool you brought on. that up because, and I hope Lee's on here because, like I stated to him a couple weeks ago. The reason why Patty Mahomes been having such a great season because we haven't heard anything from his wife and his little brother. <laughs> now that we finally heard something from his wife, now that she's gonna lose. That's that's what you get. Damn. That's exactly what damn. you get for having for having her finally come out of her horse stable and talk mess on Twitter <laughs> for, for <laughs> thinking goodness, that for thinking right that you, you for thinking that you have any right to say anything, shut your ass up and know your damn role, you jabroni. <laughs> so you like you like I did that there, huh?
1: Hey Ish, like so so if Mahomes loses, you give him a mulligan,
0: Ish. Now you know what? Let's go ahead and just segue into Super Please. Bowl Fifty Seven. We're we're gonna go ahead and move on right into the game. At the moment, the Chiefs, um, are, of course, will be the away team. The Eagles are will be, will be the home team. The Eagles at the moment are a one and a half point favorite. That line has been changing for the last two or three days, from two points to point and a half yeah and also as they pick them so most likely going into that game it's probably going to be a pick'em type of game and i think that's very interesting because of i feel like how dominant the eagles have been over the last couple of games i thought they would really come into this game maybe favored by at least three because of just what the chiefs coming off the injuries and yeah. you know I, I, that's just how i saw it but for it to be such a close spread, that's Vegas doing their Vegas magic. Um, Sasha, you have a question. Let's, let's. I want you to repeat your question, and we're going to throw it around the round table
2: and, and go from there. All right. So if Mahomes loses-ish, does he get a mulligan from you? I mean, he doesn't necessarily get a mulligan, but it's just another, you know, it's another opportunity. He's going to have to learn from it. and. Yeah. And just, you know, hope that he gets back to it because, you know, in the NFL, it's not easy to make it back to a Super Bowl. It's not easy to make it back to a conference championship game. So it's one of those things that when you get there, you got to find a way to get it done. And um, he's been blessed enough to, you know, to now make it back to a third one. And um, hopefully he's going to be able to get it done. But if they lose, you know, it's not necessarily a mulligan. It's just, you know, another part of his legacy that he's going to have to, you know, continue to work through and find a way to get back again. I think it's similar in the LeBron. I like that you brought up LeBron earlier, X, because I think it's similar in that nature. Right. Like a lot of people are still willing to debate he to go, LeBron. To go. Yeah, don't LeBron go over to yeah, MJ. Yeah. Don't matter how many times he lo- uh, he lost in the finals, yeah. he made it to the finals. Right, it's that, hard man. to make it to the finals. And I think it's going to be similar to, um, for Patrick Mahomes, wherever, however long he is able to be in the NFL, and however successful mm-hmm. this team is able to be, you know, moving forward in the future. I think the debate will always be for him. A lot of people are going to say. It doesn't matter that he, you know, went and he lost yeah. to Tom Brady. It doesn't That's the matter case. We go, if he goes. We and gotta loses throw Jerry, together. Dre,
0: West in there. Then we gotta throw Jerry West in there. That's the case.
2: I mean, hey, you was, go to then. I, I don't. I I think there's clear. You can see whether or not somebody is that guy, and I think yeah. everybody yeah. sees yeah. Mahomes is that guy. Is. Now, what you're talking about is the purist who think. Hey, if you're that guy, then you gotta find a way to win these games. And he did last week. He found he a way to win the game. So wait. what's the excuse is he, then? Is he gonna what's be able excuse? to find a way to win the game? You know, against this Eagles team. That's that's the story that we gotta wait and see. Yep. Now I I'll say this look, it
0: really just comes down to how he plays. If he if he throws three interceptions, 175 yards, and he gets dominated by his defense, there ain't no mulligan. You played horrible and that's going to have a little stain on your resume, yeah, but guess what? But guess back. what, though? Every quarterback from Brady to Manning to whoever you want to throw out there has some type of stain on their resume yeah. that people are will always overlook and say, oh, we don't care. Look, look at look at the good stuff, right? So that's what Patrick Mahomes has for him right now to where he's so likable and he's been able to do things yeah. in, his, in his five years of his career to where people are like, okay, he lost, who cares? You know, he had a bad game. Oh, worst game of his career. He could bounce back bounce. Oh Lord, bounce back from it. Let I me mean, slow it down. Oh, yeah. it because he is Patrick Mahomes. With that being said, it really just comes down to how he plays in this upcoming game. I don't think he plays bad. I think he plays two touchdowns, you know, th- throws for six uh, 65%, sixty-five percent of sixty five, seventy percent, two touchdowns, two hundred and forty yards. Yeah. Maybe an interception, you know, but I don't think he goes out there and just throw the ball lackadaisical. I think he's smart enough and he knows this defense enough, as he talked about in the pro, in the uh, post-game presser, that he's watched this Eagles team. He knows how good they are. I think yep. we all know how good they are. Um, and he's going to make sure that he gets the ball out of his hand. I don't think he sits back there and just play patty cake, wait for Tyreek Hill to get wide open because he's not there anymore. <laughs> exactly. So, it's going to be a different type of Super Bowl for him this year, of course, without Tyree Hill being there. Um, but more of the same when it comes to the same guy being there instead of Brady. And now we have Patrick Mahomes yep. being back in the Super Bowl. But Mulligan, when I say Mulligan, I, it's not something
1: that I hold I it's, against him.
0: It, it's, it's, it's wrong of me to, to talk down on somebody that's making it to a Super Bowl yep. on a consistent basis, right? And I'm just be I'll, I'll be the first one to say, it. yes, it is. It is. But if we're going to put you in elite tier, if we're going to put you in GOAT status, if we're going to put you, those these are two different conversations, right? There's the Hall of Fame and then there's the real Hall of Fame. I'm talking about in football. Deion Sanders talks about it all the time. I'm talking about guys that go by one name, right? Primetime, you know, the sheriff, you know, certain guys that are, when you think of Hall of Fame, then you have the people that's in the Hall of Fame, you're like, how in the hell does this guy make it? That's what we got going on right now yeah. to where Patrick Mahomes has an opportunity to be, oh, yeah, that was Pat Mahomes. He was a gunslinger. That boy good as hell. He played 15 years, went to Super Bowl seven times, won one Super Bowl. Ooh. I mean, think about that, right? So it, it's it, let's let this play out, and then we'll have this conversation when it gets done. Lee says Eli Apple deserves to hear shit talk from anyone, wife, brother, cousin, it don't matter. I know my uh, wife, as a Saints fan, she is a very big fan of Eli Apple. That is a lot of sarcasm coming out of my mouth right now, and I know she is smiling, listening to what I'm saying at the moment. Fraction one also says, "2017 World Champs: Warriors, Astros, and then the Eagles. 2022 World Champs: Warriors, Astros, and the Eagles will repeat history itself." Question mark Lee also says, uh, "What this year has taught me is he's the he's the boat." And Brady is still the GOAT. Long ways to go, Damn. to be the GOAT, but a lot of time left. Now, again, too, let's – again, I'm not – I'm I, when I talk about sports and I talk about life, I try to keep it realistic because everybody hates when I do that. We saw Andrew Luck retire early because of envy, right? I'm not wishing this upon Patrick. Patrick I'm not wishing this upon anybody. I'm just saying there is no guarantee for anybody that plays a physical sport of them being able to have a 10, 15, 20 year career. What Brady is doing is, is unheard of and should not be done. Okay. He's doing things that is, 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 is absurd and we don't know if Patrick Mahomes can emulate that. We don't know if Patrick Mahomes even wants to play 20 years. He might say, I want to play 15 years and I'm done. Right. So let's appreciate what we're watching. Let's appreciate LeBron James and Madison square garden at the moment, because like we saw with Kobe Bryant just three years ago, this shit could be gone real quick. So let's appreciate it. Let's love it. Let's enjoy this thing we call life. And we'll go on from there. Of course, we have little man in the background. I know I know Sasha got the little man in training over there trying to be the oh, next, yeah. next best athlete over there in the house. Oh, yeah. Already,
1: right, already.
0: Right. All right. So we will join everybody. Uh, not next week for the Pro Bowl because we call that the joke yeah, bowl. We don't do that yeah, over here. I'm- uh, especially going into play, and I'm not gonna lie, I might tune in for like five seconds, and then I'll I'll, I'll look away. Uh, but for the most part, I'm not tuning into that. So we won't be back for an, uh, for next Sunday, but we'll be back, of course, Super Bowl Sunday to preview the Super Bowl and give our Super Bowl picks. We're not gonna do it right now because y'all gotta wait. We gotta give y'all a little teaser, of course. Y'all can't we can't give y'all the whole entree just yet. We gotta be at appetizer. We'll see y'all Super Bowl Sunday to preview our picks. And mm-hmm. then of course we'll see y'all once again on Tuesday to recap obviously Super Bowl 57 and of course Rihanna's performance and all the commercials and she all the wackiness Beyonce. that goes on. Uh-oh. Oh, uh oh All right, out now you're gonna get you're gonna get them Rihanna stands on you. We're gonna get canceled. Not by not by uh the white folk, we're getting canceled <laughs> by Rihanna stands because of you, mm-hmm. ish. Nah, but on a on a serious note, we appreciate everybody once again. For tuning in X Ish. I also appreciate my boy Sasha for joining us. Man, thank uh, you all for tonight. having me on. Please, please, yeah, before we get up out of here, please let us know let everybody know where to find you. Throw your socials out. Let, let the folks
1: know <laughs> who you, know, who you yeah, are. Yeah. Let, let people um, Mainly about. on mainly on Twitter, on Reddit a little bit, just mainly talking Texans, you just know. Trolling. follow me on there, trolling a bit. You know, I'm gonna put out some draft stuff. So go ahead and follow me, lock in.
0: You Know what it is, see, so real talk. I do appreciate uh Sasha for being on. He's a very busy man, he has two kids of his own. I'm about to add to my little bunch. We all three of us Bless got got, got two Bless kids, him. about Bless to be him. thank you, thank you, sir. We're all about to be yes, two kid sir. up, and of course, as you can see, black fathers do matter, black fathers do out here we put do. out the work, baby. We out here doing the damn thug dizzle. Christine says it's remember who you pick before the season. So,
1: who <laughs> did you pick?
0: She just oh. let you know.
2: I picked the Eagles to win oh, it all at the beginning the of the season. He, he, if it comes old, true,
0: wow. hey, if it comes true, hey, you got to gotta tip your cap to Ish on that one this season. All right, with that good being call. said, we appreciate y'all as always for tuning in to X Talking Ish. This was a great night um hopefully we'll have william again on the show later on in the future oh especially maybe even for the draft i know uh that's fracture walnut's favorite uh episodes is talking about (laughs) the draft and with you with some draft expertise we might have to get you back on as well uh other than that we appreciate y'all once again enjoy the real rest of the night and make sure y'all tune into the podcast as well too we're close to four thousand uh streams on there so let's help us get the 4k please yeah See so, yeah. y'all in two weeks for Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Peace.
1: Adios.